And it could be that while unemployment and uh, the, the economy worsens, he could have undermined the messaging so much that he can actually control right. uh, exactly what people think. And that is the that is if our you, job. Yeah. There will be no loyalty except loyalty to the party. They're so threatened by the idea that a conservative speaker might be persuasive and interesting and funny. One man's vulgarity is another man's lyric. And I would say one person's offensive speech is somebody else's challenging the status quo, rocking the boat speech. Are you looking for a podcast that contains verbal safe spaces and is free from trigger warnings? If so, you've come to the wrong place. Because we expect our conversations to be filled with rigorous debate, discussion, and even disagreement. Welcome to the Socially Sensitive Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. I'm your host, David. I'm Damien. Yeah, and Wolfie's not here. He might be here later. Probably not. <laughs> no, but uh, well, we'll just he's, jump uh, right in. He's watching Batman, so maybe, uh, maybe we'll be able to do a Batman review finally. A very late Batman review. Yeah. Yeah, because I think Sean, Sean, he was either watching it last night or he was going to watch it today okay. too. Where it just yeah, it just it dropped just, on uh, HBO Max. So yeah, so um, and I, I definitely want to watch it again. That's what I said. I want to yeah. give it a. Yeah, I mean, we can, we can rewatch it if we decide to do a review. Because I, I, I'm not real sure I gave it a, a fair shake the first time through. I just I, wasn't. I don't in the think mood. I did either. I I was a pretty heavy critic of it. Yeah. right after but uh watching, I, I think i might feel different about it watching it again uh the fighter and the kid was watching their podcast yesterday and said that uh it was the best batman movie he's ever seen really see that's what a lot of people most of my friends said that they think it's the best batman movie ever made and i yeah. i argued yeah i said it's not even close no. to the dark knight no, rises I don't for me so. still or uh not the dark knight rises dark knight yeah but uh I don't know. There's just something about the the overacting, yeah, in it that just takes me out of it. Yeah, but because if you break it down on in on paper and say, here's the characters, here's the world they're in, here's the vehicles, here's the right. camera work, the costume, everything is like perfect, 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 perfect. But something about when you put it all together, yeah. I don't know. We'll save that for yeah the official. Figure we'd jump into starting the one of the very first things is uh, CNN Plus has CNN. been canceled already. Yes, um, I uh, I actually saw a tweet from. Well, it was a screenshot of a CNN article that was uh, it said uh, breaking news: uh, CNN Plus that was expected to be one of CNN's biggest hits officially gone under after only a month. No. Or. Uh, and uh, the best part about it was that CNN had wrote the article. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, and uh, there was also a lot of misspelling in the article, too. Oh. So that just kind of added a little cherry on top there. Yeah, that's what I saw. <clears throat> one, the, one of the first things I saw on it was, uh, what's his name, Brian Stelzer. His tweet oh, about it being uh, canceled. Yeah. And, uh, so there's a lot of... Uh, what, uh, what, what's the name of the guy that uh, he left Fox News to go be on CNN Plus? Oh, uh, Chris Wallace. Oh, yeah. I saw his tweet uh, is uh, 
I guess, trending again. Yeah, because he... The tweet where he announced that he, he was leaving to go on CNN Plus because a lot of the replies now, you know, everyone's replying right. to it now. A lot of them are like, uh, congratulations, I, I expect you'll have a very long career there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all of 30 days. Right. Um, well, it's big news in the media world. CNN Plus shutting down. This is just a month after it launched. Variety was first to report today that CNN's new parent company, Warner Brothers Discovery, will end the streaming service. CNN host Brian Stelter confirming the news himself on Twitter, saying CNN Plus will shut down on April 30th. The cable channel reportedly spent around $300 million to launch a streaming service. Oof, that's a lot of cash. Yeah, because it said they... It's a big investment uh, to immediately lose. They had got up to, I think they said, 150,000 subscribers. Now, I don't know how many of those are deal subscriptions, comp subscriptions. Right. Because they said they were only getting about 10,000 a day um, active, active users. users. Right. So, uh, see, I'd imagine a lot of those then were like, yeah, you bought some program and that happened to cut like a free something know, six with months it. free or whatever right. came with it. So, but uh, yeah, that, that clip was, uh, what's her name? Kaylee McEnany. Oh, yeah. So she's probably enjoying seeing CNN. Yeah. Take a, a little bit of back seat. Here's one other thing. I didn't know if you had seen this yet. Um, Mike Tyson, the guy's egging him on. <laughs> he yeah. uh, and the the whole thing I imagine was they they set it up to get a reaction out of him. But the guy keeps hounding him, talking about he's riding with the peasants and. <laughs> This is George talking to Mike Tyson, bro. This shit crazy, bro. Mike Tyson. <laughs> My dog done got lit, man. He over here rapping with Tyson. Mike Tyson trying to give us some shrooms. <laughs> you don't know how to act. Tyson, I like how his first response was this guy's clearly insane. I should just give him drugs to help him. <laughs> Hey, 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 Mike, Mike, come on. Just stop that. I like how he's saying Mike as if he's like, he personally knows him. Boy just got beat up by Mike Tyson. Turn that way. (laughs) Yeah, he got f***ed up. Trying to ask for an autograph, man. I don't know what happened. Yeah, just trying to ask for an autograph. He was standing up over him. Yeah. uh, Hounding him. Play stupid games, he wins stupid prizes. (laughs) Here's, where was where was the flight attendants and stuff for this? I mean, uh, yeah, you would I think know. that they would have stepped in before. My favorite Tyson quote. Social media made y'all way too comfortable with disrespecting people and not getting punched in the face for it. <laughs> At least he <laughs> follows through with his word. Yeah. Netflix stock took a dive. Oh, yeah. They're down. Da- yeah, they're down 38% this week. Yeah. I you know, with, with that big of a drop, I, I would almost, well, I guess they're not going to shut off one thing. Well, I would say they're not going to, but they did with GameStop. I was going to say, uh, I would almost expect the SEC to step in and halt trading halt. for that big of a uh Yeah, I don't think they did today. Because they did with it, GameStop. When right. GameStop was going up, the opposite. Right. They stepped in and 
halted trading, but uh, I don't think they did with Netflix. They weren't saving them. It's, you know, they did their quarterly earnings, which came back horrible. This was uh, said that, yeah, they reported a loss of 200,000 subscribers during the first quarter. Yeah. Um, it's first decline in paid users in more than a decade. Um, and I saw that the, their CEO said that they expected, I was thinking he was saying a million more this year. To leave? To leave. Wow. So I don't know. I, I think this is. Which a million's a lot. I mean, and no growth at all is horrible for a company. Right. But I mean. I think their problem is there's just, I mean, when Netflix started, it was the only streaming platform that you went to that for, I mean, they had a ton of stuff. And now where everything else is coming out with their own streaming platform, Netflix is relying basically on their original stuff. Right. Um, and they need they, to do something. Their original stuff just, I mean, they have good shows every once in a while, but. For the most part, most of their original shows just don't hold up. Right. I mean, you're not going to keep people with those. They need to do, I mean, because I remember in the original days, Netflix was the just the, you rented movies through the mail, basically. Right. You, you, uh, you know, you would get your discs delivered in the mail. And, and then when <clears throat> things started shifting to streaming, they... The whole company pivoted to right. to streaming. They, they did really well at yeah. that. And most people now, if you ask them about Netflix, they don't even they don't realize even, right. that they well, did Well, a lot that. of them didn't even have it back then. I mean, right. we did, but yeah, a lot of people didn't even use Netflix yeah. when it was just discs. But yeah, they, uh, their total subscribers are, what is it, 221 million subscribers? See, I mean, losing a million isn't that much, right. but it's still... You know, but it, it's, it's a stalling growth that gives, right. like you said, Disney Plus is 129 million, right? <clears throat> um, but Disney's struggling right now too. Oh yeah, they uh, they dropped six percent today. Yeah, or almost, not quite. I mean, as long as they continue to grow, and if uh, Netflix stalls or or, right. or drops, then eventually they'll catch up. HBO is the one doing really well. Um, yeah. I, I mean, HBO Max is my favorite out of all the streaming services. They have the most show, at least the most shows that I like. Um, I mean, they they have a lot of stuff on HBO Max. Yeah. HBO Max is owned by Warner Brothers, right? I don't know if they're owned know. by Warner Brothers. Or no, they I have know CNN I, is. I don't know if they're owned by them or not, but I know they have a deal with them, so all of Warner Brothers' stuff is but, on they HBO. They probably are. But. Yeah, it's odd to think about the fact that... Uh, Unless this has changed, but I'm, I'm pretty sure this is still how it is. Um, Warner Brothers, uh, yeah, yeah, Warner Media owns. Yeah. I remember seeing at one point that Warner Media owned most of the major top news networks. Hmm. Um, I was thinking they owned CNN and Fox News. So it kind of goes to show that, you know, as biased as both of them are, <laughs> the whole thing is just to get you to watch. It doesn't right, matter what yeah. they say, you know, and it makes sense for a company to do that. If you have a news network, you're going to lose some subscribers to the other side. If you're, you know, when it gets right. to this point where the news is political, I mean, that's all it is. It's not a, it's not the weather anymore or, you know, even what's going on today. It's them giving political opinions. So right, yeah. when it gets to that point, you're missing out. If you don't have a news network on both sides, 
Yeah, because I mean, you're you're only getting half of the country, right? So you know, it makes sense to have one for each side because then you can have everyone watching. Um, what do I see? Netflix estimates a hundred million of the two hundred and twenty-one million um, households are sharing their passwords and suggested global crackdown yeah. is coming. So that that sounds I mean, about right. I would say half of everybody shares their password with yeah. someone. Yeah. So they're gonna if they crack down on it, and those people want to use the service, then that would help with growth. But I, I think for them to crack down on that and keep subscribers or even grow, they're gonna have to really start putting out a lot more originals that they put time into. Because the difference between like a Netflix original and a Disney Plus original is that I can make a movie. And submit it to Netflix, and if their people approve it, it gets put on there. There's right. no like, I don't want to say there's no control over what gets put on there, but there there's a lot of very. Well, low, the market would control it, right? I mean, nobody's going to watch it if it's garbage, right? But I just mean there's a lot of low well, budget. That's not necessarily films. true, I guess. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of stuff people watch that's yeah horrible. But uh, but my point is, there's a whole lot of. They'll put a Netflix original on it, and it makes them look bad when it's a really low-budget, just awful film or TV show, and it has their Netflix original put on it. Now, if it didn't have their right, logo right, on right. it, it would be a little different. If they shifted to more, like... Uh, kind of like HBO or Disney does. That, or well, yeah, no, more I, HBO, I, I mean, I like that, the idea of I, I, independence I like what, creating. Right, Um but I if like it the was, way that HBO does it. That yeah, I mean, like other outside people can submit stuff kind of like that, and HBO can approve it, and it gets put on the platform. But they don't put HBO original on it. Right, it belongs to that studio, and then people watch the HBO originals because and expect HBO quality from it. Whereas, yeah, I think Netflix needs to focus more on still allowing that stuff because it's not bad to have it on there. No, but to focus more on the stuff that they're calling Netflix originals to be higher quality because, shows. Because I think like just like music or, is going to keep moving away from the studios and the the uh, the labels, I think movies and stuff will right. be a lot more independence. Um, because now it needs to be on there that nobody, they just base it on the quality. They don't care where it comes from or who produced it or who did it. We want the artist who did it, but uh, just like iTunes does. I mean, you don't care whether it's an independent artist putting the song on iTunes or, you know, a big record label that right. put it if out. It, it doesn't if it's matter. it's good music, I'm right. going to listen to it, it you know. So. Because anymore, most people don't even know who's signed with what record label. So, it, I right, mean, yeah. you just look up. I mean, even like the big artists that are signed with record labels, you're not looking up their record label and then looking at who's on that. You just search, well, I know I like this artist, so you search their name in iTunes right. and look for them. It doesn't matter what record label they're with. But uh, they they did talk about um, possibly doing an ad-based version, too. So For Netflix? For Netflix. So a lowered... Um, subscription cost but uh, but, with ads. but with ads and i think there'd be a lot of people I, that would be yeah, willing to do that because some people are like you know well i would pay three bucks a month or or nothing if, and right. watch ads 
and and have it. But yeah, Netflix. That's I think that's the real problem with Netflix that they have. They haven't been lately. They haven't been producing a whole lot of really high quality content, and they've been raising their prices. All right, so they keep and it, it's hard to compete with these other streaming services that are cheaper and have better content. But they were just buying so much content, you know, especially when it comes to comedians and you right. know, here's your Netflix special. Every one of them was putting one out, and they were some of them were making really good money on it, even though it was a horrible. Well, I don't say horrible, but it wasn't the greatest. They were just throwing tons of stuff right. out there just and, for and probably content. not bringing a whole lot of people into Netflix with right. those individual. So specials I don't know what their like their that. ROI on that was right on each individual. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Dave Chappelle's a big, a oh, big yeah. comic, um, but I don't know how many people bought Netflix just to watch his special. Right. That you know, I would imagine most people, if they watch that, just already had Netflix, right. or they borrowed somebody else's, <laughs> right? Yeah, there, there's a lot of so. Yeah, but, I think if they do this crackdown and make it so you can't share your passwords, all they're going to do is lose accounts if they don't do something with their content. Well, we talked last week about Elon uh, attempting to buy Twitter. Or possibly buying Twitter, <clears throat> and yeah, then he, you know, he made the offer. Um, the letter he sent said, "Yeah, I invested in Twitter, and I believe it is its potential to be the platform for free speech around the globe. And I believe free speech is a societal imperative for a functioning democracy." Which he put that poll out. However, since making my investment, I now realize the company will neither neither thrive nor serve this societal imperative in its current form. Twitter needs to be transformed as a private company. As a result, I'm offering to buy 100% of Twitter for $54.20 per share in cash, a 54% premium over the day before I began investing, and a 38% premium over the day before my investment was publicly announced. Uh, my offer is my best and final offer, and if it's not accepted, I would need to reconsider my position as shareholder. Twitter has extraordinary potential, and I will unlock it. And he uh, he says it's his best and final, which is what that there was. But during his TED Talk interview, that's what he did uh, say that uh, he had a want to pay out 40 whatever it is billion dollars in cash you'd, you'd like them to come come with you in, in, in the yeah but it's, it's i mean i mean i could technically afford it um i, I heard that i heard that um, but 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 it's but what i'm saying is this is this is this is a this is not a, a, a way to sort of make money you know i think this is it's just that i think this is um this could my my strong intuitive sense is that uh, having a public platform that is maximally trusted um, and, 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 and broadly inclusive um, is extremely important to the future of civilization. But you've, um, you've described I, yourself. I, I don't care about the economics at all. But he says he does have a plan B yeah. if they turn it down, which now, you know, this week we, we saw that that's what, what his plan B is. A uh, Tinder uh, offer. Tinder yeah. offer. Because, yeah, he did that tweet of... Uh, it's a quote from a song. Yeah, um, Love Me Tender yeah. by Elvis. Yeah. 
it just goes around the board. It allows share individual shareholders to accept his offer and sell their shares at his offered price without the board having to approve it. But I think it should have went to the shareholders to vote anyway, whether to accept the offer. Because to me, it makes no sense as a corporation. Why, you know? Right. Now, it would be different if you're Tesla and you're looking at, you know, 50% growth year over right. year over year. This is a company that's seen no, relatively no growth over the past five, ten, yeah, 10 years. 10 years. They're pretty much flat for 10 right. years. So this is, I mean, this is their large shareholders' op- opportunity to make money off of this. Right. Um, so, but of course, you know, everybody got upset with uh, even the thought of Elon owning. Right. I've, I've been seeing Twitter. a lot of uh, a lot of people saying, you know, he, he's got all this money that he's, uh, you know, he's going to, he could solve world, world hunger, but he's going to buy Twitter. Right. As if, like... For one, it's his money. He can do whatever he wants with right. it. If if he decides, you know, he doesn't have to use that money to solve world hunger. You don't have to be a good person right. if you're rich. If you don't, and he gave and and he six does, billion right. dollars last year to the one that he you know put that tweet out. But right, he actually donated. It's easy to say, well, all of this money can solve world hunger, but it's a little harder to put that into motion i mean sure he could donate all of that money most of that money would end up going in people's pockets that don't need it it just transfers his wealth to someone else it's not like i mean yeah there's still gonna be world hunger if he donates that so unless he somehow opened his own organization to end world hunger and funded it himself and even then that's i mean you're gonna have people that don't want the money yeah, because I saw somebody <clears throat> think that uh, they may they tweeted about him wasting his money on this. That you could, right. there's like you said, there's so many other ho- hunger or homelessness, or in, they use the right. example insulin that he could give. You know that much money, and that's what people started coming back saying. Um, well, that the gross insulin cost in the United States is one hundred twenty-one billion dollars in spending. Right. So, so he, his he, money's not even going to touch. He, yeah, he doesn't even have enough problems. to fix stuff like that. Had a couple of clips of some of the news reports about it too. Look at Musk. Musk uh, has built his business through government subsidies years ago and now turns around, stiffs the government on taxes and and explains how inefficient government spending is. And he can do everything better privately in space and elsewhere. Uh, He is building in Tesla a documentedly racist company uh, that perhaps reminds him, uh, gives him nostalgic memories of apartheid South Africa. See, I, I would like to see his source there for how Tesla is a historically or a documented racist company, yeah. as he said. He doesn't pay his taxes. He doesn't, right. He, he doesn't he pay paid, taxes, but he's he has paid the most taxes that anyone has ever paid on this planet. Yeah, this year. This year, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't understand. See, that's what people don't understand, that, that they go, well, Elon doesn't pay taxes. He paid... What, how much did he pay? It was... Billions of dollars. Yeah, in billions taxes and billions of dollars. But see, they can play. That was on MSNBC on Joy Reid's show. So, you know, they can say things like that on there. And people watch their news and just, and believe, that, it. And just believe it and right. think. Don't do any research. Right. 
And uh, here's Brian Seltzer's problem with, you know, Elon. Twitter's now in a very public fight with its biggest shareholder, who is also the richest man in the world, who, of course, is, you know, the, invested in Tesla and so many other companies. And he wants invested to be invested more in, in Twitter. <laughs> he says he wants to pay $54.20 a share to buy up the rest of Twitter that he doesn't have. Of course, $54.20, that's $4.20. That's a code for marijuana, uh, you know, which he very much enjoys. So is this all a troll or is this very real? Well, it's real enough that he filed with the SEC. It's real enough that he's saying this is my best and final offer. It's real enough that investors are now wondering what's going to happen if he pulls out and sells all the shares he already has. It's a huge problem for Twitter right now. All right, I'm back with you. I took a little bit of a detour there halfway through that explanation because it's just so bizarre. Right. I mean, the. I, 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 just, I don't <laughs> understand how people are amazed by the fact that the richest man in the world has decided to invest in something. Right. I mean, that people are like, it doesn't make sense for some for a, the best businessman ever, possibly, to get into a business. Yeah. I mean, it, it seems like a, to me, it seems like a logical step, not even, you know, talking about the fact that he, he's apparently, you know, I can't say for sure what he'll do when he gets, if he gets in. I mean, it makes sense for someone to want to own a social media company if you have all these other businesses, because, I mean, well, I he said his, his statement was that he doesn't even care about the financials of it as a as a taking right. a private and how because he knows right the off the bat as soon as they kill bots oh, and spam yeah, the accounts are going to take a huge they, plummet, they, yeah. they estimate it's about 20 percent of their daily traffic so that's going ad oh, revenue right. will be destroyed but he thinks it's just important for i mean just for free speech he's looking at it as a, it's he's looking at it as important as the printing press that right. this is how you know and but but even from a business standpoint even if he's not looking at it from right. a business standpoint and while he claims that i kind of doubt that well he still just, wants it to make a profit right but. i mean he's not the type of person to just waste money right um this is a really good business investment just because the fact that, you know, Facebook's whole business is they, they want people on Facebook. Right. The, you know, they make more money the more people are on Facebook. So if you have this social media company and, you know, obviously I, I would think it would make sense that it would grow just from Elon owning it. I think that it will grow. Um, especially if it's a fact. good service and especially if he's going to improve it that it's going right. to be there's less bots it's a better you know you can say whatever you want i think a lot of people will come to it and it'll grow as a company and then you can advertise your other companies on there right that you know the ads you put on you can put if you want to exclusively your ads or just other ads and make money from that and help it fund your next businesses right. but yeah that that's a problem what you said is is the uh what you're saying on there that anybody can say anything that's, right, a problem. that's what a lot of people don't because like. he he's made the comment multiple times he thinks it should be uh anything goes within the the legal limits, limits. The law, yeah and i think that's how they all should be right i think if you want to go on twitter and have clan rallies on there you should be able to i think right. i mean i think you're a bad person Right, but, but what's it really matter if nobody's if, going to be following it if they're not interested in following right, it? And if they're gonna, interested in following it, 
did you, I mean, do they think they're going to convert a lot of people over? By not to, letting them do right. that? Right. I mean, all you're going to have is that you're going to get groups of people like that, that they join, if they haven't already, and they're just going to have their own little echo chamber. Right. And no one else is going to be in there unless they already were like that. And, you know, you're not, you're not going to have more people converting to that or converting away from it, no matter what you do. I mean, for the most part, people have their beliefs and most people are too stubborn to change anything about it. (laughs) So, I mean, whether you restrict free speech or not, you're not going to change most people's opinions on anything. And and I think just going with the verification, you know, because he talked about using like basically the same thing that the banks use, the know your customer rules as far as verification and becoming a verified account. I think that will actually eliminate a lot of stuff like that because you're going to, I mean, there are people out there that don't care, but there's a lot of people that right now on Twitter might post some racist stuff because they can be the little egg that has no name. And they don't care. But, you know, if you post on your verified account that says your name, that people can look at that and know, you know, that might know you in real life and they see you posting that, you know, there's going to be some people that aren't willing to post stuff that even though they might still, you know, people still feel like that. You work with people that, you know, are racist all the time, but they might not ever let you actually know it because they know that they're wrong, right. really. But that, like we were watching that, that Tim Pool clip earlier, that that one woman that was on his show there, because they, they were talking about Twitter, and that's what they were talking about, the bot farms and, you know, and that and that as far as attacking people using a bot army right. to attack. And that's what she pulled up and showed uh, one tweet that she had that comments. She had over 2000 comments that were the exact same comments. <laughs> yeah. To, yeah. uh, yeah, you'll see that on a lot of stuff that you, it's pretty, it becomes pretty clear when there's a bot attack right. because you'll go into the comments and yeah, it's, I mean, literally word for word, a yeah, copy the, and paste of the exact same message. And you're like, well, all clearly that's different a accounts. Yeah. And it's not just Twitter that you see that. Oh, on. no. I mean, there's most social media platforms have that. Um, Twitter's just say, the worst for it, yeah, probably. Yeah. I would say Facebook is probably the best because they have the best system of getting rid of bots. Right. They, I mean, most people on there and are they, real And they people. follow a lot of that to, to get verified on. Their, right. You upload your ID to get verified on Instagram. You upload right. your ID. Now, they still are selective. Because they still view verification. Now they view it on their side so that you can do a business account or you can do some of the others. But as far as uh, check marks, they. uh, Yeah, you don't just get a check mark. It's still an an anointing. Your your celebrity, your media, your something. Which Twitter, Elon's, is everybody. And there would be the. which they have the what is it the blue club blue or whatever the other thing oh uh twitter plus is that what you're talking about yeah the or you pay five dollars it's it is called twitter blue or something i think you pay five dollars a month and he said you would immediately twitter blue is what it's you would be verified um so everybody that pays now you still go through the same process but you're you've got a little more skin in the game, I guess. Right. So that would eliminate a well, lot too. That is that's actually that's already a thing. Twitter Blue is already launched. And right, but you're not already verified. Uh, 
you get the little light blue mark um, yeah, showing that you're the right. Twitter you're blue, right. but yeah, it's three dollars a month. Oh, okay, but yeah, all you get now is it says uh, you can you can edit your tweets. Um, you get ad free uh, articles. Um, you get a bookmark folder. Uh, you can customize your navigation, and uh, you get an NFT profile. But yeah, everybody's upset <clears throat> because well, here was uh, see if you pick up on this clip what uh, what she's talking about. If anybody can say anything, there's a problem with it. Who were Trump voters and are still Trump supporters? They go, yeah, you guys are going crazy. He's doing. What are you so surprised about? He's doing exactly what he said he's going to do. Well, and I think that the dangerous, you know, edges here are that he's trying to undermine the media, trying to make up his own facts. And it could be that while unemployment and uh, the, the economy worsens, he could have undermined the messaging so much that he can actually control right. uh, exactly what people think. And that yeah. is the that is if our you, job. Yeah. <laughs> that is our job yeah. to control right. what people think. That, I mean, I, really, that's what most of these are upset about. Yeah. That, oh, no. He's going to take away our jobs, whether it's that he transfers to controlling what they think, which I don't think will happen. No. Or, really, they can talk to each other and say whatever they want, and we can't censor it, so they might actually learn that we're trying to control what they think. Right. Through the open communication of ideas is how things happen. We We might not be able to control what everyone thinks. I remember that one Canadian prime minister lady, she was speaking... Or she was prime minister. She was like the health minister, but in Canada, and we played that clip on months ago, back actually last year during the big part of COVID, and uh, she was warning people to avoid reading articles and things oh, I, online. I that we want everybody. We're, we want to be the the and she used the, the term truth. yeah the source yeah. truth that uh, don't go do your own research right. Just, Just believe what us. we say, what the, what the government says. Um, so I pulled a bunch of slides of some of them, of some of the tweets. Robert Reich, and uh, I made sure that oh, all man. of these people, most all of these are blue check mark people, right? Um, so we're we are watching a hostile takeover of Twitter by the richest man in the world, who regularly tries to silence critics. Um, this is what oligarchy looks like. I don't know who he silences. Right, I don't know who he silences. I I would imagine he's referring there to a common argument I've seen that he blocks people he doesn't like on Twitter. Right. Um, but that's not silencing. That's just him choosing. He doesn't want to see that. That's not saying no one else in the world can read this. It's. I mean, and I think that's how it should be. If you don't like what someone's saying, you should have the option to not hear it. But you shouldn't have the option to say that no one can hear right. it. That's when you hear Opie and Anthony or Howard Stern on the radio, and you're like, I don't like what they're saying. You turn His version is off. you turn the radio off. Their version is, no, we get them taken off the radio right. so that right. nobody can. But, yeah, he, uh, Robert Reich, he uh, served under uh, President Ford, Carter, and Clinton. Wow. So <laughs> This guy is old. <laughs> yeah. So, but he's uh, his social security is one. <laughs> We're all Democrats, but <laughs> so, but I mean, and uh, this one, clearly he has Walter no Schwab. 
uh, Elon Musk making a play for Twitter out of his petty cash drawer is one more example of why the pooling of so much wealth in the hands of a few is a societal disease. A petty cash drawer, as if he's not taking out a loan yeah. to buy Twitter. I don't think people realize that, yeah. like, you know, he he's it's actually a pretty big risk for him to do what oh, he's yeah. doing. Um, he secured $46.5 billion in financing, a commitment to acquire Twitter via a tender offer, bypassing Twitter board, so it's there as well. I was looking for it. So shareholders can vote on him buying their shares. He's putting up $21 billion of his own money. Right. Um, on top of that, he's raising $12.5 billion uh, via a margin load security. He's taking out margin against Tesla. Right. I mean, that's a big risk. Right. I mean, $12.5 um, billion dollars that if this goes wrong, you know, say he buys Twitter and it becomes worthless because of this, which I don't see. Happening. I don't see. Yeah. But you know, if it did, you never know. And the considering bank, he is buying at a premium, right? Because the 21 billion he's putting in of his own money right now was what they were worth six months ago. Right. So, and then, um, you know, say Morgan Stanley decides, you know what? We want our money back. Right. They can call that. And he, or force, uh, they can force him to sell a portion, a portion of Por- right of his yeah, uh, if he gets margin call Tesla up. stocks to to pay them back, which not only will have him sell part of what he owns of Tesla, but will also you know if he sells twelve billion dollars worth of Tesla, that's going to drop the price of Tesla shares. Right. But yeah, because Morgan Stanley's putting up thirteen billion, the, or they have a. They put together a group a of group, financial institutions, yeah. yeah. That's putting up thirteen billion. But uh, that guy, um, that Walter Schaub, he is uh, um, former director of the United States Office of Government Ethics under Obama. Okay. So, so his ethics are uh, no free speech. Yeah. But it's amazing how when we go through each of these people and groups, how important free speech is to their jobs and their, their right. careers. And, and yet they're arguing against free speech. Right. Like Axios, which is uh, their, you know, a news website. Right. Uh, the world's richest man, someone who used to be compared to Marvel's Iron Man, is increasingly behaving like a movie supervillain, commanding seemingly unlimited resources with which to finance his <laughs> mischief-making. Right. But. Compared to Marvel's Iron Man, yeah, uh, the movie version of Iron Man was actually modeled after, yeah, him. Uh, now, obviously, Tony Stark, the character Tony Stark, existed long before, from you know, the comics. But when they made the movie Iron Man, yeah, they used Elon Musk to base it right. off of him. This one, Jeff Jarvis. Today on Twitter feels like the last evening in a Berlin nightclub at the twilight of Germany. And yeah, that, he's he's a wow. professor at City University of New York's Graduate School of Journalism. Right. So I'm and I I remember hearing Jeff Jarvis because he he does uh, um, this week in Google um, on Leo Laporte's on mm-hmm. Twit. Um, he, he's been on there for years and years. And I remember here, he's always been, I thought, listening to him in the back, you know, first amendment advocate fighting for, you know, the important free speech. But I, I just, I cannot understand how someone can rationalize in their mind, comparing some, someone buying a, <laughs> buying a social media company 
to Germany they, in World War II. They think if he puts Trump back on there, the world is going to end. I, I just don't understand how you rationalize how that can happen. This Well, David, leave it. If Elon Musk successfully purchases Twitter, it could result in World War III and the destruction of our planet. No hyperbole there. Uh, how? Um, and he's a yeah, he's a novelist and a writer. I mean, are you so afraid that someone might speak their mind that you think? I, I mean, I don't understand. The only logic I could see behind that is someone makes a tweet that Putin sees and gets upset and nukes us, but. That could happen whether you tweet it or Biden says the right. wrong thing tomorrow during a news press. And I that's mean, probably more likely going to happen. I would see that before right. Putin getting mad over a tweet. This one, Layla Sturgis. I don't want to leave Twitter, but it seems a given that if Musk buys it, it will become a completely uninhabitable for trans people and lots of other people. And... uh Right, because free speech means that trans people are automatically just bullied. Right. I, don't, I mean, I don't... I and don't. she writes for DC Comics and Vertigo, where oh. she's a comic book writer. Must not be great at her job, because DC has not done <laughs> yeah. great. They just can't make a good movie. And Max Boot. I am frightened by the impact on society and politics of Elon Musk wires Twitter. He seems to believe that on social media, anything goes. For democracy to survive, we need more content moderation, not less. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. And he's a, he's a writer and editor for the Wall Street Journal. Yeah. It's because they think we are the only... They think they're speaker doing, of truth, right? They, they, I mean, I, I think a lot of them. I don't know about a lot. I think some of them believe they're doing the right thing. That I think they truly believe that if the real truth is allowed to come out, that people are allowed to talk about anything they want, that society will progressively get worse, and you know we'll yeah. be living in Nazi Germany. I guess I don't know. Literally, that is the opposite of Nazi Germany, that they limited free speech so that you couldn't talk about what they were doing. Michael Volpe. Elon Musk buying Twitter is the end of the world, basically. He'll amplify every extremist right-wing Nazi he can find. Um, and he's the... Uh, Twitter is the end of the world. ...co-creator and executive producer of the CBS comedy series, Mr. D., which I've never heard of that yeah, show. I don't know. I've never even seen an ad for it. Matthew Rosa. If Elon, Musk, if Elon Musk allows Trump back on Twitter, it will be a death blow to the free world. Trump's big lie will spread like a virus. I discussed the danger of Trump's big lie for Salon. Like Hitler's big lie, it must not be more normalized, less fascism return. Which you'd think them shutting down the speech would be the fascist move. Right. But um, which he's a writer for Salon. Give himself a plug there. Yeah. Elon, seriously. It's a consensus in the social sciences that free speech can't be limitless. Which, By who? Yeah. You? Right. You should keep... It's in the name. 
you should keep investing your time in things you actually know how it works, like the engineering fields that you're great in. Leave social matters to people that study it. I like how Elon has, it, and to me it means he's doing, it tends to be that if this is the reaction of people, you're doing the right thing, that people on the left, the far left and the far right, seem to equally hate him. That yeah. a lot of people on the far left, you know, hate him because he's now supporting free speech. And a lot of people on the far right hate him because he makes electric cars. I don't, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't understand the argument by either of them, really. But just saw this one. Five liberal media outlets run by billionaires that have criticized Elon Musk attempt to Twitter purchase because Jeff Bezos owns Washington right. Post. Lauren Jobs, a billionaire, runs the Atlantic. Mark Bainoff. Um, it's time, Mike Bloomberg, which is Bloomberg, Bloomberg. and Patrick Sun Xiong, it's LA Times. So we've got all these other billionaires who are uh, have these media outlets. Seem to me they're different than Twitter. I mean, they're a newspaper or a news right. organization. Twitter to me is like he keeps using the term um, a town square. Uh, right. To me, they're the phone company. They're the uh, a, they're a tool to use for people to communicate. I th I think the problem is these things. I mean, these uh, news sources don't want people communicating. Right. They, they want people to not know what's going on in the world and come to them for them to give them the. You know, right. the truth. We're, we're, your, source. we're the truth. your one and only source of true news. Right. And, you know, I don't know how much Jeff Bezos himself actually is upset by this. I was thinking he made some comment. Uh, maybe it wasn't on this. He, he made a comment in support of Elon on something recently, but I, I don't. I don't remember what it was. It may not have necessarily been his purchase or attempted purchase right. of Twitter, but... But there, there was a tweet by, uh, by Jeff Bezos, that agreed with Elon on something recently. I was like this tweet from Elon too. The fact that an eighteen-year-old can take out a ten thousand dollars business loan, but can't take, but can't take out a ten thousand dollars business loan, but can take out a hundred thousand dollars student loan, tells you everything you need to know. Right. You're you're not allowed to take this much smaller risk. Of right of a business, but you're, it's perfectly fine to take out a hundred thousand dollar student loan that you'll most likely pay back for the rest of your life because right. most people don't go into a job that can easily pay off a hundred thousand right. dollar loan. And there's no guarantee on that one. Right. There's no guarantee on either, but at least you could say, okay, I've got, I'm going to borrow $10,000. I've got, here's my, my proposal. Here's my business plan. Here's the, what the right. business I'm starting. At least you could look at that and go, okay, it, here's a possibility here. There's you, a lot of people that you take a $100,000 loan to right. go into a field that there's almost no possibility right. for them to get a job with. That I, I, I want gender studies. Right. You know, if you were to went in the bank to borrow, I'm going to start a business on gender, gender studies. studies. They're going to reject your loan right. because it's not going to make any money and you're probably not going to be able to pay them back. It's a bad investment. But yeah, Elon, his whole uh, his whole thing was to uh, so that everyone has a voice, and uh, if if everybody's verified, and or you have the option not to verify, 
but you're you're people can choose not to right. See it's you pro- you're, you're probably going to your your reach is going to be really limited. But assume, let's say, the biggest portion of everybody's verified, and all of the power to moderate and control is in your hands. Who you see and what you see, because I mean, even now you can you can set that I only want to see mentions and stuff from right. from the blue check marks. So then that cuts out all the bots right. and spam mostly. At least in terms of in, your notifications. Right. Now it's still going to be in there. It's still in because the feed, right? The feed. It, you, it just doesn't give you a notification for now, it. Now everybody else is still getting it yeah. and still seeing it in your comment, in your right. at replies and stuff. But with his way, they wouldn't even be able to. So, like, if I said I don't want to see, I I don't want in, anything to do with non-verified users. I don't even want them to be able to comment. So it would reply. almost show as if, like, basically, like, if you block someone on Facebook, that if they search for your name on Facebook right. and you have blocked, not, it shows up as if there's not an account for them. Right. That, you know, they can't post, they can't comment on your stuff, they can't. So it would essentially block people, anyone that falls under certain categories. Right. Um, if if that's what you choose, some people like the right. wild you wild can. west, and right. and but the 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 point, his whole point is, it should be the user's decision, not Twitter's. If Twitter is putting this out there, here we're you right. know we created this, which is what Jack Dorsey's original thing was was a he actually wants to take it even farther that it should be an anything go on a. The blockchain. He oh. thinks it all should be decentralized on the blockchain. When you tweet something, it's in the permanent ledger. It's ever. It's forever. You cannot delete you it. You cannot tweet. delete it. I but mean, it's in anything goes. Right. They've, they, I mean, they've always said the internet is forever. So, yeah. And then he's been pressured over the years. To, yeah. Yeah, I don't think... A lot of people like to paint Jack Dorsey as this evil, you know, he that he's turned Twitter into what it is today. But I don't think that's what happened. Right. I think he made the mistake that a lot of people do in businesses, and especially with something that grows like this, that he didn't hold enough, you know, percentage ownership of it to control it. Right. That, you know, he, I mean, he got pushed out as CEO. He's not even CEO of his own company anymore. Right. Basically the same thing that happened to... uh Steve Jobs and Apple, that he didn't own enough right. of it, eventually got fired from his own company that yeah. he started. And of course, it went downhill after he left. Um, and I think it's gone downhill since he died. Yeah. Yeah, they haven't... Uh, I mean, they haven't made anything new right. since since he died. I mean... Yeah, because the last things that he was working, having work on was the iPhone the iPad. Um, and they've kind of tweaked a lot of the, yeah, you know, they've updated them, but it's honestly the only reason I'm still with Apple is because it's easy. Oh, that yeah. it's still following, you know, that you have the blue, you have the blue texts, and you know, and all of my stuff is on there. You know, yeah. I have Apple Music. I, I and don't, yeah, it, it would be such a pain to transfer over. Now I'm a hundred percent still in computers. I still like. Computers, I don't like. Well, see, that's, that's I've already made the transfer on that, right? Um, and I don't have anything wrong with the Mac. Like, if I mean, if I was do, using a computer for work, I, I would buy an Apple. But uh, 
I play games. So, I mean, it makes more sense for me to have a PC because yeah, there's so yeah, many if games you're playing that they game. don't even make for Mac. But see, if I was doing, if I was more into games like that, I would have a PC for games that would basically be my console. I mean, it's not a console, but that's the only thing that computer would ever be used for would be gaming. And then you'd have, and work. then I'd have Mac to actually do real world right. stuff. Well, in. I I don't have the money for that, and, and I don't need another. But you don't do a whole lot of real world. So I mean, everything else you can do on your phone, right? And most people, that's what. Right, I mean, anymore, there's a lot of people that don't even own a computer because it's no point for them. Because right. you can do everything that they want to do on their phone. Yeah, because um, most people, even the computers that they do own, they run Internet Explorer or Chrome or Safari on right. it, and they're on Facebook and Twitter. Right, other than gaming, that's basically all I do. I watch yeah. YouTube and stuff. If I if I didn't play games, I, would, I wouldn't have a computer. I would just use my phone for everything because I can watch YouTube and stuff on my phone and... Or even, you know, using the Apple TV on a TV, some you know, go to the living room, watch TV or something. You know, I I don't need my computer for anything other than playing games. And I've actually, there's been times where I wouldn't play games for a long time, and I'd be like, man, I should just sell my computer, because I just wouldn't even turn it on. <laughs> like, I mean, at my last job, I was gone all week, so I never turned my computer on, and then I'd come home... And I didn't play many games. I would sit at the house and hang out with you all or watch TV or something. So I never even turned my computer on for the weekend. There would be times that there'd be over a month that I never even touched my computer. Right. So, it, I mean, during that time, I was like, I need to just sell that. But I play games again now. So new games came out that finally made me feel like there were good games good coming games. out. And there's still older games that I like to play that me and my friends play. So. I don't remember. Did I play this one? There are real and devastating consequences for using that platform to lie. Mm -hmm. And we've seen it. We've seen yes. it happen. I, I wonder, you know, when talking about this, it's, you know, it's kind of funny. Oh, Elon wants, must want, wants to yeah, buy it. But sure. there are massive life and globe altering, altering consequences for just letting people mm -hmm. run wild like, on the thing. The truth. <laughs> yeah. Talked about Twitter. The state of Florida and our pension system we have shares of Twitter. Uh, I didn't buy it. We have people that run the fund. But nevertheless, it hasn't exactly been great in returns on investment. It's been pretty stagnant for many, many years. Uh, so, But nevertheless, I mean, to me, I think that that's probably an injury to the fund. So we're going to be looking at ways that the state of Florida potentially can be holding these Twitter board of directors accountable for breaching their fiduciary duty. So, something about that clip. Uh where every time he says the state of Florida yeah. makes me think of, there was an old meme song called uh, the sex offender shuffle. And it starts out with uh, the state of Florida has asked us to disclose our sexual crimes to you. <laughs> and something about the way he says it sounds very similar to the way it into starts that. <laughs> into that song. And I keep waiting for him to just one day go, the state of Florida has asked me to disclose my sexual crimes <laughs> to you. <laughs> but yeah, I want to, Give Batman another chance and uh, watch it again. Yeah, I'd like to watch it again, and uh, yeah, we can do a, do a review, formal sorry. review. Yeah. Oh well, I guess that's all we need to do today. Um, all right. If you haven't already, subscribe to Socially Sensitive on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And while you're there, leave a review and a five star rating. You can also find us on Facebook, TikTok, Twitter 
and all social media platforms by searching the tag at Socially Sensitive. Also check out our website, sociallysensitive.com, and grab some officially licensed products.